This is the Taz and Jim Podcast. Jim, let's tell everybody about the beef that is stewing between the Beef Baron Strip Club and the London Free Press, which is the newspaper. If you don't know, the Beef Baron is one of the few remaining uh, gentlemen's clubs left in London, Ontario, right? Yeah, I'd call it uh, iconic in a certain extent, you know? Yeah. Do you make iconic to when you're sitting on Pervs Row? Never. Or do you try to avoid I feel, iconic? I don't even sit at Pervs Row. I feel very uncomfortable. <laughs> but anytime you come Never out make of town. T- iconic. <laughs> when you come from out of town, there's a lot of like hockey tournaments that happen around that area. So people from out of town will come by and slide by uh, the old Beef Baron. It's just a staple of London. So how did this start? It was an article in the London Free Press, right? Yeah, the, a few days ago, the Free Press published an article, and the headline was, COVID-19 may kill off London's last remaining strip clubs. And below that headline, they included a picture of the Beef Baron with the uh, the big sign that they have out in front where they advertise their deals for Toonie Tuesday or whatever on it. Topless Tuesday, I believe. Topless it's Tuesday. I don't know okay. if it's Toonie Tuesday. That'd be very affordable and a great deal. Um, <laughs> but yeah, they, they called out the Beef and a couple other uh, places in London saying that, you know, with the new COVID rules, uh, limited people allowed in the strip club at the same time, um, that, that likely these these type of clubs will not survive until things are normal again. Yeah, you think about businesses where contact is part of the business model and gentlemen's clubs, even though they have been taking precautions for years, uh, like putting that little handkerchief in between your lap and the dancer. Mm-hmm. The know, magic towel. The magic towel that I, I thought would would block anything, including COVID-19. <laughs> um, yeah, contact is a big part of what they do at these places. So I could see the industry getting hit hard because of what's going on. <laughs> But the beef is determined that they will reopen again. Uh, apparently. I don't know if they've got a lot of money stored up or they have some plans to uh-huh. y- come back stronger. I don't Something's know. Up. Um, <laughs> Something's always up at the Beef Baron. <laughs> but, you know, they were allowed to reopen. They had some safety precautions, but it was like six feet. The, the people had to stay six feet apart. The strippers had to stay six feet apart. <laughs> An extra six inches apart sometimes. <laughs> um, but uh, the, even the, you know, the, 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 uh, the journalist who wrote the article, the reporter, reached out to, to the Beef Baron, said, would you like to make a statement? And according to the London Free Press, they didn't want to make a statement directly to the newspaper. They wanted to make a statement in a different way. Yes, they have changed the sign out front of... The Beef Baron Nude Ballet in London, Ontario, one of the remaining strip clubs. Jim, uh, what does the sign say? It says, uh, Beef Baron Nude Ballet. Beef will reopen, unlike London Free Press, closed with 135 jobs gone. Oh, snap! Oh, snap! Oh, snap! Oh, snap. Yikes. Ouch! You know, it's been a tough time for newspapers. Yeah. It hurts because it's true. Uh-huh. That's a good clap back. It stings. A lot of clap going on over there, I think. Yeah. Hey, if you're gonna if you're gonna be stung, if you're gonna have some stinging and a clap, 
at uh, the beef. That's not that's not a bad way to have it done. <laughs> They've always been very creative with the signs because this is actually kind of crazy. This strip club is right next to a church. Mm-hmm. Right next. They they almost share a parking lot with a church. In the photo of the sign, you can see the steeple with the cross overhead. <laughs> yeah. So it's, it's a strip weird. club with a church next to it. And I do remember one of the, the funniest signs I've ever seen outside of a business. I was driving by the Beef Baron, and the sign said, The Holiest Block in London. Oh, no. H-O-L-E. <laughs> The holiest block in London. So they've been known to to get creative with their signs out there. Um, It'll be interesting to see if this is the end of it or if the London Free Press will respond and we'll see a new sign in front of the Beef Baron in a couple days. I don't think we get the full effect, though, Jim, unless you read that sign in your uh, strip club DJ voice. Do you think you can (laughs) maybe do that for us here? Yeah, okay. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Candy Stage 5, Candy Stage 5, welcome to the Beef Baron. It will reopen this nude ballet, unlike the London Free Press. Closed with 135 jobs gone. Gone just like that number you gave our stripper because you thought she liked you for real. You've heard the, uh, the theory that couples start to look alike as time goes on, right? Mm-hmm. Um, do you think it's true? Yeah, I think so. I think, uh, you know, mannerisms go a long way. They start like talking like each other and acting like each other. I don't know if their body starts looking like each other, but I think they start resembling each other. Stanford University, a bunch of researchers did a study on this and they found out that it's not really true. Hmm. They uh, couldn't find any evidence that couples start to look more alike over time. But they did find that couples do look more alike from the beginning. Like you're attracted to yourself? Kinda, yeah. They found that the average couple looks more similar than a pair of two random people on the street. Hmm. So the theory is that you're just naturally drawn to people who have similar facial features to you. Yeah, that makes that makes sense. It's, it's familiar. You, you, you hopefully think you are attractive yourself. Like you kind of yeah. look like your wife. What? No offense, Uli. Man, I'm hot then. <laughs> no, but I mean you're both tall, you know? You know Yeah. You... Well, that's true. Yeah, we we are we're both tall. We uh, have the same complexion. Mhm. Uh, she's far more attractive than I am. Uh, Let's agreed. just get that on the record. Without a doubt. Um, you're really dragging the average down <laughs> in that relationship. And I guess like you would you look more like Sarah than I do. Your girlfriend Sarah. Yeah, we have like the same hair color. Yeah. You're like the boy next door. She's like the girl next door. Yeah, yeah. So I, I, I do kind of see it. What about dogs? Do you think people start looking more like their dogs? I think it's the same. Th- I think it's the same thing. I think you buy a dog that reminds you of yourself a lot of the time. Uh huh. I love it though when they're when people look like their dogs. Like when there's like a like a, a big basset hound with the big droopy big thing, face, and then there's somebody with a bunch of jowls <laughs> walking it around. Walter Matthau walking <laughs> one of those things. <laughs> Yeah, you uh, you inherited your dog, so you don't really look like a black lab. No. And if you did, like, don't pull a Justin Trudeau and try to start looking like <laughs> your no, dog, okay? No, thanks. We both have the same grin, though. His is kind of crooked. Uh-huh. Yeah. Same puppy dog eyes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't know anything about looking like dogs. I just brought it up. There's no there's no research on that one, but... No, but it, I, I believe that, yeah. too. 
The poodle, the lady with the poodle with the big, they both have the big poofy bangs. Yeah, she's got a perm or something. <laughs> and Jim, you have a question you want to ask everyone here. Yeah, is weed the new currency in online transactions? What do you mean? I was talking to my sister on the weekend and um, my godson is 12 years old and he was uh, he was uh, selling some RC cars on Kijiji. Uh, and they're like, you know, worth like 700 bucks because they're oh, those mechanical the ones. Yeah. Ones. He just loves that kind of stuff. Remote so. control cars. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So he's selling them on Kijiji and not once, but twice has someone offered him a straight up trade for weed for the remote control cars. <laughs> like random people have messaged him. The first one said, I'll give you a pound of, or will you take a pound of weed for the cars? Uh-huh. And then the second one said, Trade for weed? <laughs> and the one guy's name is Math Tutor, who sent the message. Math Tutor. What kind of math tutor is this? Uh, well, wow, unless I do the math. Yeah, if you do the math, what's a pound of weed worth? Two, wh- two grand, maybe? Really? Something around there. Wow. Yeah, but then you have to put in the footwork of selling it again. Yeah, and you don't want to encourage your 12-year-old godson to do that, Jim. Well, he is a little entrepreneur, so you know it's legal now. No, but yeah, it seems... A little inappropriate. I guess my sister was... It's not legal for a 12-year-old to be selling marijuana. In Mitchell, it is. (laughs) No, it's not. (laughs) I'm kidding. (laughs) I think my sister was the middleman, so maybe they assumed it's an older person, you know, uh, and maybe we'll be down with that, but... That is, that's ridiculous. Like, I don't think I'd take that trade, because you don't know the quality of the weed. It's probably just some, like, ditch weed the guy had left over from last year, and is just trying to unload on somebody. Maybe. Or or it could be the best weed in the world. Most likely not. (laughs) Yeah, like that that just seems like who is gonna take you up on that offer? Or or am I behind the you know, am I am I uh, an old man here and don't know that that's what's the cool kids are doing these days? Everyone can grow weed though. So if you really wanted a pound of weed, you could just grow your own in your backyard. Yeah, that's like one plant. I feel like this offer would be a lot better five years ago. Exactly. Yeah. When it was you know, not as easy to to come by. You know what? I just got a message from one of our listeners. Robbie says it's probably some stolen weed. So maybe they just went and stole some from somebody and they're trying to, instead of, you know, getting caught yeah. with this contraband weed, they're just trying to trade it for something that's, uh, you know, laundered. Because we've gotten calls from a lot of angry listeners saying that their weed has been stolen or their neighbor's weed got stolen from their yard. It is, uh, it is that time of year. <laughs> Another text came in. I trade lots of stuff for maple syrup. What? But never weed. So this guy will offer jars of maple syrup. Is Kijiji, like, I thought it was, like, basically straight up money for whatever the item. I've never done a trade myself. It's a trading post, I guess. Huh. Well, I'll give you a a pound of weed for some maple syrup. How does that... (laughs) (laughs) Not that is a deal I can get behind. Oh, and Daryl says, hey, FYI, guys, um, you're overvaluing a pound of weed. You can now get a pound for around $700. Oh. Well, because, uh, yeah, like I said, it's a lot easier. Outdoor this time of year is $1,000 a pound. pound. Yeah. Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm old school. I'm still so going by my prices, college numbers. Yeah, prices are down considerably now that it's legal and everybody can grow it, right? But is the, it, it, are people getting offered weed more often? Like, I, It's the first I've heard of it, especially in like a small town. You'd think... You maybe in the big city, they'd be doing it. <laughs> you kidding me? The the amount of agriculture experience those small towns yeah. have. Maybe they'll start trading for rutabagas and all sorts of goods. <laughs>
What about some fresh corn? <laughs> How do you turn that down? Give you give you seven bushels of fresh corn for that RC car. Yeah. Well, maybe maybe she should have. T- well, she asked me, thinking that I would know. Like, is it a good deal or not? But I don't think she would ever <laughs> have taken it. It does set a bad example. <laughs> I wasn't going to take it. I just want to know if I, I'm being lowballed. <laughs> um, so we got some calls here, wondering if this happens a lot. Is marijuana the new Bitcoin? <laughs> hey. Hey, Taz, it's Tony here. Tony. Um, the weed topic there. Weed is becoming more of like a currency where people are trading. But let's not forget that that kid is only 12 years old, so that's highly illegal to be giving him weed. 100%. Uh, yes. So, like, thank goodness the mother was the one who was monitoring the, the Kijiji account. That's right, yeah. Otherwise, who knows what the kid would have done. Oh, he's a good lad. Yeah, but... I know what I would have done when I was 12. (laughs) Well, that's if the parents didn't know, right? Yeah, it is becoming pretty popular uh, for people to be using uh, weed as uh, a type of trade or, or currency. The last thing you'd want, too, is if uh, if you had a pound of weed, is to be without your remote control cars. I mean, it sounds like a pretty good combo right there. <laughs> yeah, that would go, would go good together. Yeah, sure. <laughs> like peanut butter and chocolate. Thanks for the call. Hey, it's Taz and Jim. Hey, Taz and Jim. Yo. This is, this is Ann, the PSW. <laughs> uh, are you buying and selling with marijuana? <laughs> no, but I see it a lot. On uh, face, uh, on Facebook, I'm on uh, Bud's trading site, and what? we trade stuff. You know, it's a barter system, and I see it up. You know, oh, well, you trade for weed, or I'm looking. It's like I'm looking for 420. All right, the code word. The the cops will never figure that one out, guys. <laughs> Pretty smart. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, that's usually, usually people have. You know, I've, I have a. I have a bottle of red wine. What do you give for, give me for it? You know what? So people yeah. are say are trading booze for weed on Facebook. Yep. I don't know if I I would trust putting anything into my body that came from a stranger on Facebook, whether it's wine or, or marijuana or. Well, the wine's usually sealed, anyways. Yeah, <laughs> still, I don't trust it. Yeah. But, uh, have you ever taken or given marijuana? Uh, never traded. No, nope, never traded for marijuana. But you've seen it. It is happening out there, Jim. Wow. I'm so behind the times. Mm-hmm. Man, I got some I got some couches I can get rid of. I'm trying to think of what I... Huh. <laughs> How much weed do you need for your couches? Again, a couch is a great thing to have if you've got a pound of weed. In the couch. Yeah. yeah. You, need, you need something to sink into. <laughs> There you go. It's happening more and more. If you've got kids who are buying and selling online, keep that in mind. You may want to keep track of uh, what they're getting offered in return for what they're trying to get rid of. Are you ready for some Alaskan drama, Jim? Oh, buddy, yes. Alaskan drama. So there's a news anchor in Alaska. Her name's Maria Athens. And on Friday, she posted a video of herself online Uh, She's in the control room of the TV station, and this was the accusation she put out there. 
Hello there, Maria Athens from Fox ABC CW News at National Alaska. Breaking news, according to reliable sources, Anchorage Mayor Ethan Berkowitz has his male genitalia posted on an underage girl's website. Ooh. Coming up tonight, Fox 4 News at 9 and Newsnet National for sure will cover this. You heard it here first. She's claiming that the Anchorage uh, mayor, Ethan Berkowitz, has been posting his male genitalia on an underage girl's website, which is, that's a big news story, right? Yeah, yeah, it, of course. If it's true. she I just have to say, she sounded like the least professional TV anchor of all time. She sounds a little rattled, doesn't she? Yeah, I don't it's, know what's going on Something's off there. Yeah. Well, you're about to find out what's going on, because the police investigated the allegation about the mayor, and they found it wasn't true. He wasn't posting pictures of his junk online. But they did discover that Maria Athens, the news anchor, and the mayor of Anchorage, Ethan Berkowitz, we're having an affair. Oh, jeez. And obviously something happened in the relationship that made her decide to uh, seek some revenge by creating the story, posting what? on social media. That is crazy. Like, the, uh, there's a enough- fatal attraction. <laughs> I mean, it would be enough of a breaking story for the affair to come to light. You right. know, why make up something so despicable? Yeah, it's one of the worst things you could be uh, accused of is, yes. is doing something with, with underage uh, children. Um, so the FBI found the mayor was not was not involved with that behavior, but he did have the affair. He has decided that he's going to step down because of it. Mm. And it just gets better from here. Oh, really? So Maria, after posting the video, she punched her station manager... <laughs> Who it turns out she was also having an affair Whoa. with. Whoa! <laughs> so you're keeping track. She was having an affair with the mayor. Her station manager accused the mayor of a terrible crime, and then she decided to punch her station manager in the face. It looks like Maria was uh, was really ready for some life changes. <laughs> well, there's only so many people in Anchorage. I mean, right? There's limited options, so. The three Fs, right? <laughs> yeah. One of them's holding the flashlight, the other's fighting. <laughs> you got to stay warm up oh, there somehow. Man. Uh, Maria, this news anchor, has been arrested for assault, criminal mischief, and disorderly conduct. Wow. This just in. <laughs> <laughs> Apple had one of their big, uh, their big to-dos yesterday, Jim. You know those big Apple to-dos? Yeah, they're big, but I'm still missing a guy with a turtleneck sweater, you know? Mock Steve neck. Steve Jobs passed he, away. Yeah, it yeah. was a mock neck sweater, not a turtleneck. What's the difference? The mock neck only goes halfway. It's not, <laughs> the turtleneck is the full, is the, like, you have to flip it up and fold it down. Okay, okay. You know what I mean? Yeah, I guess that's more turtley. Because right. your head sticks out. The yeah. mock neck is like a half turtleneck. Okay. Yeah. They're always innovating, you know, whether it's with their sweaters or with their phones. Apple has introduced the iPhone 12 Pro and the iPhone 12 Pro Max with 5G, the best iPhones ever, featuring the powerful A14 Bionic, all-new design with ceramic shield, pro camera system, LiDAR scanner, 
what the heck is that? Can it tell if people are lying? Is this like <laughs> you point your phone at people and you can tell if they're telling the truth with the LIDAR scanner? No, that's, that'd be amazing. That'd be worth the price of a mission, but it's actually, it measures distances. So it's okay. mostly used for photography to show what's in, in, um, focus or not but you could also like go into a room and map out a room just by filming and then it could give you the well, distances and the, yeah yeah the length of the room and stuff yeah it's no lie detector but uh <laughs> still functional also the iphone 12 has the biggest super retina xdr display ever on an iphone Ooh, looking at a picture here and yeah it looks like an iphone hmm. how many how many little cameras the cameras on the back of iPhones are starting to remind me of the razor blades in your Gillette razors. It's <laughs> like they're just putting more on there. This is the Mach 3 of cameras. Right. This is like the Mach 5. There's the flash. We got so many little dots on the back of this phone. Yeah. And I think, I don't know how, how much better the pictures are. I kind of feel like they just throw another dot on there every time they come out with a new phone. <laughs> Look, more dots. Look at how many cameras. You got 14 cameras on the back of the phone. It's got to be better than the last one. Yeah. Eventual, eventually, the back will just be all dots. There's a bit of pushback here because Apple also revealed that their new iPhone 12s will not be shipping with ear pods hmm. or wall chargers. So you're not going to get a phone charger included with your new cell phone. Wow, that's dirty. But Jim, hear them out. Apple says it is because they want to reduce emissions and waste so, of course of course so they're the good guys yeah so the the packaging can be smaller they don't have to use as much packaging also they don't have to uh produce the the phone chargers they don't have to pay for them they don't have to pay for them they can increase their profits whatever but that's not what's important it's the environment <laughs> yeah I'm sure. The stupid thing is it's not even the same phone charger as the last one. So no, if you have, yeah, it's a, it's now going to be a USB-C, which is the same that I have for my Galaxy, but not that you have for your iPhone. So people who are upgrading their iPhones are going to have to buy a new charger. Rob's got a question, though. Go ahead. Hey, Kev, I want to know if you can make a phone call with that <laughs> iPhone. No, that costs extra. Well, I wondered if that's one, you know, one of those things you add on, right? Yeah, no, they've decided that uh, you need to buy an adapter if you want to make a phone call now. I always thought they should put a cigarette lighter in a phone. <laughs> <laughs> if it was 1978 and they had Apple iPhones back then, guaranteed there'd be a cigarette lighter in them. Extra, extra, read all about it. Extra. Fake news you choose. We give you the headline. You guess whether or not it's a real news story or a complete nonsense that Jim and I have made up. And Mark is our contestant. How you doing, Mark? All good, man. How's it going? Pretty good. You know how this works. So we'll get right into it here with the first headline. Tennessee man trying to resurrect grandmother caused $30,000 in damage to cemetery, cops say. Is Tennessee. Tennessee trying to resurrect his grandmother. Yeah, I'm going to say that's uh, that's real. That's, that's pretty redneck down there. I'm you are fake real. news. You got it. That's right. Oh, okay. Okay, yeah, good. that's a real news story. <laughs> Maybe we should put the ding before the Trump quote. <laughs> <laughs> it gets a lot of people. Knoxville, Tennessee, guy was arrested. Uh, he uh, missed grandma. And he, I don't know what he was doing, but he's been charged with vandalism. 
I feel bad for everybody whose gravestones got vandalized, but that is a great grandson. Well, that's dedication. Yeah. Well, I, I don't know if he was really trying to resurrect her or that was just the excuse he gave the mm. police. Either way, he has been charged with vandalism and criminal trespassing. Next headline, lost cat found safely riding Roomba vacuum down busy Philadelphia street. Fake news you choose. Going to go with fake news there, dude. You are fake news. We thought we'd get you with that one. (laughs) (laughs) It's a fun visual, though, isn't it? Those Roombas are too smart. They'll never leave the house. Yeah, yeah. How do I know? Imagine you're driving down the 403 and you see a... uh, a cat on a Roomba <laughs> in the lane next to you? <laughs> Probably be going uh, faster than some of the times you're doing anyway. Yeah. Hot air balloon confiscated by authorities after they discover Pilot is a peeping Tom. Fake news you choose. I'm going to say that's real. It is not Failing. real. Yes. Pilot garbage. Oh, <laughs> Hot air balloon people. You just can't trust them, right? <laughs> what are they up to up there? Yeah, Balloon Boy really ruined it for everybody. Now I'm always suspicious when I see a balloon. Yeah. A tourist who stole artifacts from Pompeii returns them after she feels they cursed her. Fake news you choose. I'm going to say that's real news. You are fake news. Yes. I was in Pompeii. Were you? Yeah, yeah. I don't know how, like, there's a lot of mosaic tiles you could probably pry up if people are watching and take home with you. I think that's what she did. 36-year-old woman from Canada, only identified as Nicole back in 2005. She went to the ancient city of Pompeii in Italy, stole two small ceramic tiles. You're right, Jim. Mm-hmm. She's returned the artifacts by mailing them to a travel agent in Italy because she feels she was cursed. She's 36. She's had breast cancer twice. Oh, oh no. Man. Some major financial problems. We're good people. I don't want to pass this curse on to my family or children. Please take them back. They're <laughs> bad luck. Don't steal in the first place, kids. There's your lesson. Isn't that an episode of the Brady Bunch? Where they went to Mount Vesuvius? <laughs> they were, no, they were in Hawaii. Remember they had the talisman and then... Totally. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Uh, this one, uh, you tell us if this is real or not. A priest is busted for having a threesome with two dominatrixes on the altar. Fake I read that. Choose. That's true. You are fake news. Wow. He went for it, eh? <laughs> they refer to that as the Holy Trinity. <laughs> yeah. There was stage lighting with two cameras filming them. The priest was, was getting it on with two dominatrixes. The whole thing was clearly visible from the street. Oh, dear. Somebody took a video and then called the police. The priest was arrested on obscenity charges, and so were the two dominatrixes. Uh, and a few days after the arrest, this is down in New Orleans, the archdiocese perform- performed a full ritual on the altar. <laughs> <laughs> to restore its the sanctity. The power of Christ compels you! <laughs> I'm sure the ritual involved Lysol wipes. <laughs> Thank you very much for checking out the Taz and Jim podcast. If you want to listen to us the old-fashioned way, live on the radio, you can do that on FM 96 in London or Y108 in Hamilton weekday mornings from 5.30 until 9.30. Or subscribe, keep downloading the podcasts, And we'll keep talking.